Three high performance habits. One of the reasons people don't achieve the success they desire is because they don't observe the habits of those who are successful. When you learn what others are doing that makes them successful, you put yourself in a position to adopt those same habits in your life and shorten your path to success. Today I'm going to give you the three most consistent habits I've learned from all my mentors over the course of my career. Let's dive in. Hi everyone, this is Jim Riviello and I want to welcome you to the Getting Results Podcast. I'm so excited to have you here, so let's get started. Results matter. In fact, we're paid to get results. So the big question is this, how do business leaders like us who really want to do the right thing and make a difference, how do they get results? How do they effectively lead others in the face of adversity? And how do they find the strength and courage to role model the behavior they want to see in others? That is the question, and this podcast will give the answers. My name is Jim Riviello, and welcome to Getting Results. Have you ever wondered, like, what makes successful people successful? I mean, seriously, have you ever observed those people who appear to be successful and notice that things appear to be easy for them, right? They, they, they seem to be happy. And before you realize it, you find yourself asking questions like, what are they doing that I'm not doing? If you ever ask that question, well, first of all, you're not alone. I've asked that question many times. In fact, it was a theme of my first book, There Must Be a Better Way. So I was trying to figure out, there's got to be a better way. Over the years, I made it a habit of asking a lot of questions and taking a lot of notes. On many levels, my lifelong study of successful people has jump-started my own success. Today, I have the opportunity to work with a lot of highly successful people. On a daily basis, I interact with CEOs, senior executives, members of leadership teams, and highly successful individuals. I made it a best practice to ask them the question, what makes you successful? Now keep in mind, the situation dictates how I ask this question. While I've experimented with you know, asking it multiple different ways, my intention is the same in all cases. I'm trying to understand what gives them the edge, what makes them different, what drives their success. I've been asking this question my entire life. In fact, when I was a kid, I would ask my dad, my uncle, and my grandmother a different variation of the same question. I discovered that regardless of who I asked the question to, the answers typically fall into one of three habits that I want to share with you. Why? Because I believe we can learn a lot from other successful people. The first success habit that I've learned from my mentors is to manage your focus, not your time. <laughs> I mean, for years, I did the opposite. I would jam my calendar with meeting after meeting as if, almost as if it was like some badge of honor, right? I used to think that having a full calendar meant that I was productive, right? I, like most people, used to manage my time as opposed to my focus. There are a couple reasons we all fall victim to this. First is we were addicted to busyness. Many of us, many of us just thrive on being busy, so much so that it becomes like an adrenaline buzz. The problem is that the addiction to busyness rarely means that we're effective and almost always leads to stress. 
The other reason is multitasking. Many of us believe multitasking is the answer to getting more done. The truth is it takes twice as long to finish a task when you multitask as opposed to completing the same tasks in sequence. It's also a proven fact that the work we do while multitasking is prone to errors from a lack of concentration. This led me to a discovery that time itself cannot be managed. What can be managed is how we use our time. Let me repeat that. Time itself cannot be managed. What can be managed is how we use our time. I say that because we're all being given the same 168 hours a week to work with. Time doesn't favor the rich or the poor, the young or the old. We're all on a level playing field. The difference between those people who have sustainable success and those who only get glimpses of it is the successful ones have learned to manage their focus more effectively than others. The second success habit I've learned from my mentors is the ability to filter voices. See, every day we have information coming at us from different directions. I mean, just turn on the TV and flip through the different news stations. They all report the same stories, but with their own unique slant. We have to develop the ability to filter input we get from multiple sources. As business leaders, we have information coming at us from everywhere, from our team, our boss, our peers, and even our clients and partners. Everyone is trying to give us additional information. Why? To influence our decision-making. As a result, we have to have the ability to filter good input versus bad. Input we need to act on today versus input that we may need to act on tomorrow. And also input that doesn't require, frankly, any action. I discovered that successful people have not only mastered the ability to filter external voices, but they've also mastered the ability to filter the voice in their own head. See, as humans, we have two voices in our head. One is spirit and one is ego. We're all very familiar with that ego voice. You know the one I'm talking about, right? The one that's always chirping up, chirping all the things we can or can't do, things we should or shouldn't do, things we have to do, things we need to do, things we don't have time to do, things we don't have money to do. You know the voice I'm talking about, right? If we don't learn to recognize this voice, to filter and manage it appropriately, well, it'll end up leading us, which is not something we intend or desire. Before I share the third and most important success habit I've learned from my mentors, I encourage you to hit the like button and drop a comment below. Did you know that every time you do that, you elevate your thought leadership because others see you engaging in good content and they begin to view you as, hey, maybe that person is someone I might need to know. And when we collectively surround ourselves with like-minded souls, we create a community. And that community makes it a hell of a lot easier to get things done. So do me a favor, hit the like button and drop a comment. Okay, the third success habit I've learned from my mentors is the ability to protect your energy. <laughs> Truth be told, Learning to protect my energy was, is, was a difficult concept for me to get my head around. It's easy to get my head around the first success habit, as a lot has been written on managing your focus versus your time. There's a ton of productivity tools out there, so, so, so I get it. Mastering the ability to filter voices also makes a ton of sense. 
I hear, I hear these, I hear these voices all the time, right? Energy was different. It wasn't tangible. I had to dig a little deeper to figure this one out. Intellectually, we all understand how much we can accomplish when our, when our energy level is high and how little we can achieve when our energy level is low. The challenge is we all assume our energy is always flowing. Just think about it. In the morning, I don't know about you, but I walk into my kitchen, I flip the light switch. Never once, not once, do I consider if the circuit breaker is working or if the lights are plugged in. I just assume it's all going to work. The same is true in business. See, in our rush to get everything done, we simply assume our energy is always flowing. We've been programmed to believe that if we work harder, do more, and, and run faster, we'll have success and happiness. Yet, despite, despite our best intentions, many of us find it difficult to juggle it all. Why? Because we haven't mastered the ability to protect our own energy. We have, in a sense, become unplugged. I say this because I love talking to people when they're about to go on vacation or they have a long weekend. Notice the language they use. Many of them are quick to say, oh, I just, I just can't get away, right? I just, I just want to go and unplug this weekend. <laughs> the truth of it is just the opposite. They're already unplugged. And what they're doing is they're going away to, get, to simply get plugged back in to reignite and restore their energy level. So this begs the question, why do we need to get away? to recharge. I mean, think about it. How, imagine how much more productive we would be if we could plug in every single day. In fact, it's easier than I ever thought. This led to my greatest discovery. When we take the time on a daily basis to manage our focus to what is truly important and what isn't, to tune in and filter our internal voices, we in fact are plugging back in. See, I used to think I was a machine and I could work like eight to 10 hours or more straight, especially when I was working at a deadline. I didn't believe in taking breaks. I thought it was like a, like a waste of time to journal, right? What I learned is that it's impossible for anyone, including me, to, to focus and produce really high quality work without giving our brain some time to rest and recharge. See, now I no longer consider taking breaks a waste of time. In fact, Taking walks in the middle of the day has enabled me to think creatively and work more effectively. I can tell you without a doubt, literally without a doubt, that the quiet time I spend daily has changed my life, literally changed my life. I have my best days when I get up early and create space for quiet time, time to journal, time to plug into what's really important, time to filter the noise uh, the, that's, that's percolating out there. And more important, the noise in my own head, right? Conversely, my worst days occur when I just get up and rush into the day. I'm sure you, you've had similar experiences. I want you to imagine how much more productive you could be if you adopted some of these habits that I talked about. What could you accomplish if you took the time to plug in daily, to master the ability to manage your focus, not your time, to filter not only external voices, but the voices in your own head. If you want to learn how to activate this type of leadership, I want to help you. And I say that because I want to buy you a copy of my book, Freedom to Experiment. How to ignite a new level of energy, focus, and momentum in yourself and your team. 
This book I dedicated to all the GROW champions I work with. GROW champions who I'm proud to say have adopted the habits that we talked about today. Do you want to master those habits? If so, follow the link in the description and I'll personally sign a copy for you. If you want to ignite a new level of energy, focus, and momentum in yourself and your team, I invite you to get a copy of my latest book, Freedom to Experiment. The link is in the description if you're interested. In the meantime, do me a favor and share this podcast with others in whatever way serves your best. Enjoy your week, and I'll talk to you in the next episode.